we'd like to welcome you to our emergency health alert for March 30th, 2020. And today we're just going to get right into it here. I've got a gigantic study to cover. Uh, things are getting more draconian, unfortunately, by the day. Just remember, the Lord Jesus Christ is in control, has always been in control, and will always be in control. So just bear that in mind with every bit of information that I'm covering on any teaching that I'm doing. I didn't really have a lot of time uh, this week to, to um, interject a ton of Bible verses within the PDF. The PDF is gigantic for this date. I don't even know how many pages it's going to be. And um, <clears throat> so just always remember that. And, and if you're ever, you know, if this is getting too much, just go up there and do keyword searches on my website, contendingfortruth.com, like for worry or anxiety or whatever, and you'll see teachings that have come up or answered prayer. You'll see teachings that have come up that where I addressed all those subjects at length. So current coronavirus COVID-19 headlines, just to kind of, these are just some of them. Uh, Three billion now on lockdown. Now that's approaching half the world's population. So that's, I don't think, well, obviously there's no, there's no time in probably recorded or prehistoric or whatever history. And I don't mean like, you know, you know, um, Darwinian where the, the, the dinosaurs are roaming the earth and there's no humans. I don't mean that, but I'm talking about going all the way back to the, the time of, you know, after Adam and Eve and this, I don't know if there's ever been a time where there's been that many people on earth because we don't know exactly a lot about the, the population of um, pre-flood. We, we don't really know, okay? But I don't think there's ever been a time ever in history where there's been that many people on lockdown on planet earth. So this is kind of unprecedented. Uh, another report, patients charged with attempted murder for failing to self-isolate. So... This is where we're kind of moving toward this, uh, that's in the UK, where we're moving toward this really dystopic George Orwellian 1984 Aldous Huxley Brave New World type of environment where um, you've got to do exactly as you're told or, you know, you're going to be doing tall time in jail or, or only Lord knows what else. Uh, the vaccines are Fauci says this virus could become seasonal, meaning we're just going to go through this every year. And see, again, this is all about getting us to accept this new normal that we're in right now. This is the new normal. You go, you've got the, the, the things on the floor, you got to stay that far behind the next customer in line. There's barriers up at the post office. There's these big barriers in front of cash registers now, places I've been where you have to keep a certain distance from the cashier you know people wearing n95 masks and gloves and things of this nature they they want to ingrain that that into our new normal now uh then hospitals consider universal do not resuscitate orders meaning you know they they know that once a person gets so far into this and i, I reported firsthand from a uh respiratory therapist in new orleans i saw another one from an md in new orleans I was even going to try to read that one, but it was so technical. He, he just used all medical ease. And I was able to understand most of it, but I'm like, I can't read this to, I mean, I could barely understand most of what was coming out of this MD's mouth. I mean, because he's using all medical specific terms that relate to dealing with these people and expecting everybody to know it. But um, yeah, it's, it's really bad at, at the end stage. It's 
it's very bad um and so there the hospitals are considering universal do not resuscitate orders and then distressed debt balloons to almost one trillion nears the 2008 peak then governors say massive federal bailout is falling short so as much as much um, money as they're pumping in and creating out of thin air it's still falling short economies already look totally different from pre-virus age and like what since like the last three months two to three months and then those who intentionally spread be, could be charged as terrorists in some places now and um and again if, if you are intentionally spreading it why well, get it i mean i understand that's just insanely evil uh but this is where it's everything's just ratcheting up every time i go and check the headlines almost on a daily basis we're seeing some level of ratcheting things up regarding this whole thing then supermarkets install protective barriers between staff and customers i just kind of mentioned that fired americans send unemployment websites crashing down uh, who knows what the unemployment rate will end up being and then on the road through the pandemic truckers fear for their lives because they're fearful of having to go into areas like new york city deliver things afraid they're going to catch it uh then will california look like italy soon uh and then garcetti power water uh, will be shut off for businesses that don't close so if you don't go along with every sing single thing that they're saying now they're gonna they're gonna shut off your power they're gonna shut off your water you're gonna get visits from the police you know this is where this is this is at right now uh thousands of inmates released as jails face virus threat so we're going to talk about that and the implications of that and how that all works into the whole order out of chaos maximum shock and awe that they're trying to bring about and then some schools will be closed through the end of the year to stem coronavirus spread on monday uh baby butcher and all-around devil virginia governor ralph northam who also wants to take away every one of your firearms we reported on him in at length lately announced that all k-12 k through 12 schools in his state would be closed at least through the current academic year academic meaning the you know ends around like the end of may start of june okay as the state increases measures to stem the spread of the coronavirus they won't tell you at all about you know take your take your vitamin c take your colloidal silver take your zinc take your selenium take your calcium Take your iodine, things things that'll boost the immune system. Take your D3. No, 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 no. None of that has any merit at all. That won't do a, nothing to help you at all. Is how they're going to treat it. Uh, and that's how they're approaching this. People that are on those things are, are I, mean, I mean, I can't even tell you how much less likely it is that you would even contract it. Now, I understand there's a lot of other factors. There's 5G there's chemtrails there you, there's your toxicity levels that you're at right now there's how many people are you around that has it there's your stress levels how, are your adrenals burned out or i mean there's a lot of factors there but um they're not going to mention to you any of the natural preventions to boost your own immune system because the only thing that's going to work is their devil vaccine that's going to have a microchip and they're flat out telling you bill gates is flat out telling you that's what we're going to do that's what the solution is we got to be able to track you we got to be able to know if you've been a good sheeple there's probably going to be some type of tattoo slash whatever 
thing that they can scan with a microchip embedded in there with the vaccine, some type of digital certificate on the vaccine. We're going to discuss this today that will be able to tell us if you've been a compliant sheep will be able to see they're in this for the long run i mean i know we all want to get out of this and and get back to life as normal but they don't want that to ever happen yeah the powers that the satanic powers that be they want this to be a long time event that we never break free of. even though they don't have a vaccine yet they're already telling you this ahead of time that the vaccine's the only solution and they're just of their father the devil and of his works and of his lust they will do and he loves death and hell and and evil and stealing and lying and so do they they're doing their father's bidding they want to spread it kaiser permonte threatens to fire nurses for wearing their own n95 masks which are really the bare minimum you would want to do for this an n95 mask better than a standard paper mask i would say much better a definite definitely it it um the reason they call it an n95 is they're saying it will it will knock down 95 percent of the particulates in the air an n100 supposedly gets 100 percent, but it's also dependent upon the seal on your face and um you know that's really the, the main thing it depends on Anyway, work, nurses working at Kaiser Permanente facilities in California face being fired for wearing their own N95 masks while treating coronavirus-infected patients. Healthcare unions are now warning. The story broken by The Intercept is sending shockwaves of disbelief across the internet as people are coming to realize that some health authorities are trying to spread the epidemic in America. So... This is where we're at now because they want to get that maximum order out of chaos. They want the maximum number of people to contract this so that they have, you know, the maximum amount of um, reasons in their own mind to just further implement this draconian lockdown. The California Nurses Association and National Nurses United sent a flyer to their members noting that Kaiser had threatened nurses with firing if they wear their own N95 masks, which offer a high level of protection from airborne contaminants to work. Now, the one thing they're not mentioning, and I've said this over and over, and it it was well known in China, I don't know, a couple months ago, that this also spreads through the eyes. So an N95 mask without eye protection is, I'm not going to say it's worthless. I'm not going to say I wouldn't do it, but it only takes the coronavirus getting into your eyes, especially if your immune system's already in a weakened state. And then you'll get, you'll get a slight case of pink eye, and then you got it. Because it's a mucosal membrane, ultimately it gets into the, into the body that way. And like I said, the, um, the environmental silver protein, the 50 part per million, drops are for the eyes okay and that'll knock out pink eye uh quicker than anything i've ever seen 50 part not anymore you don't need any more 50 part it's the only reason they even make that strength okay um <clears throat> so i've got all that information in the pdf all the ways that you can use like nebulizer, all that. I'm trying to put that in every single PDF I'm putting out now, all of the protocols for that, okay? I'm not claiming to treat anything. We're, we're not claiming to cure anything. 
can't do that you got to have the white lab coat and the magic prescription pad to do anything resembling that but i'm just saying if it were me it's what i'd do you know for what it's worth uh going further here so i mean this is just so beyond belief Kaiser has told nurses that if they're seen wearing their personal N95 mask, they could be fired on the spot for insubordination. The flyer read. I mean, this is in hard copy. You'd think this is something that, you know, they got some oral warning that nobody had any proof of. No, this isn't a flyer that they're giving out. Close to 100 nurses and family members gathered then outside of Kaiser's Oakland Medical Facility on Monday night to protest the new guidelines saying that they put both patients and critical staff at risk. I mean, this is total insanity. Staff at the center have been, I mean, I haven't even seen this go on in China. I haven't seen this go on anywhere on planet Earth. America, though, yeah. At the center, at, staff at the center have been caring for patients from the Grand Princess cruise ship, which had at least 21 passengers test positive for COVID-19, the disease caused by the coronavirus. Uh, California leaders are literally trying to spread the epidemic because they can't be this incompetent. What this means is that the health authorities in California are trying to intentionally spread the coronavirus. This has become increasingly obvious when the LA County previously announced they would no longer even attempt to contain the virus. They ordered, and again, you're always going to see this, the most flagrant things like this in really the true democratic stronghold holds in, in the big cities in the bigger states typically that's where you're going to see this first i'm not letting republicans off the hook i'm just saying that's where you're really going to see this ground zero type of insanity go on they order doctors to stop nearly all coronavirus testing which also means halting all isolation attempts to stop the spread from accelerating uh, not long before that, Sacramento County ended all quarantine attempts and announced that high-risk people would simply be released from quarantine directives and allowed to spread the coronavirus without limit. Well, I, I know they've got some thing there now where if you have AIDS and you intentionally infect another, there's no consequences. I mean, this is the type of red-level insanity that's going on in California and these Democratic stronghold-type places, uh, which is where you're going to see it first. Then, you know, these are just mainstream news reports. USA now leads world in cases. U.S. coronavirus death toll. And it's no wonder you know, when you, you take, in effect, the last report I just read you, it's no wonder we're going to lead the world in cases. U.S. coronavirus death toll leaps over 2,000 as number of fatalities doubles in two days. Now, I don't believe any of their numbers. I never have. It's just like when you get a hurricane comes through and it says it killed five, when it killed 500 or 5,000. I've seen it firsthand with charlie when it came through down there in florida you know there was some pitiful death toll of three or something they said and they do this all the time by design on purpose to to placate the masses and to make them feel oh it's not that many people it's not you know it's not that big of a deal that's why they do it but all that matters to satan though is that a lot of people are dying now, they want to panic you, and they want to take away all your rights, but they don't want to panic you too much. They want it to be a controlled panic. And that's why you're never going to get the real numbers. I've reported on that for years. It doesn't matter what event it is, whether it's a hurricane, earthquakes, pandemic, they're always going to lie about the death figures. They want to control the narrative. Over 2,000 people have succumbed to the deadly COVID-19 virus in the U.S., um... 
As the country has grown in the global epicenter of the pandemic with over 120,000 confirmed cases, according to the data by Johns Hopkins. So again, it's by Johns Hopkins. That's So I don't believe that. I, I think it's much higher. Now, I know a lot of people are still saying there's no validity at all. There's, it's all fake. It's all, all lies. And, you know, I don't know how many firsthand reports you'd have to read from doctors and nurses and, and people that have been in hospitals. And you look at what happened in China and all the videos coming out. And the reason you're not seeing any more videos come out of China is because they took away the cell phones on the people that were reporting. And they probably threatened a death penalty against them because that was a real problem there for a while. And that was the initial first. But see, now you're not seeing that because I've seen piles of cell phones they've confiscated. Uh, that's that's why you're not seeing that. The new data marks a twofold increase in fatalities in just two days. As recently as Thursday, the U.S. crossed the grim threshold of a thousand cases. Uh, and then related to that, these are another these are reports. Coronavirus in the U.S. total caseload is now at um, at well, it's at 120,000. More states poised for jump in new cases next week. Updated coronavirus predictions for April, May, June, and July. This just came out from Mike Adams today. Prepare for over 90,000 deaths in the first wave. That's from Mike Adams. Yeah, I just uh, took a quick break and listened to a couple of Dave Hodges' videos. And I'm not even going to play them. I, I really don't have time. But one of them was on the whole snitching thing that we're seeing more and more, turning us into this, you know, George Orwellian type of... Uh, police state and i guess i don't know if it was his son or somebody he knew was um in their own gym wiping down their own equipment no one else was in the gym and and evidently somebody turned him in and police showed up and the first one he explained what he was doing there oh okay and then another one showed up and threatened to throw him in jail and i mean it's just we're only at the start of this you know And, and whether this gets better or worse it's just this mentality of insanity that we're starting to see uh, being prevalent is pretty hard to comprehend. The next report is um, <clears throat> New York, Hawaii, and North Carolina beg FEMA for disaster mortuary operational response teams or DMORT teams. The requests are for HHS disaster, these DMORT teams, which work to quickly and accurately identify victims and support local mortuary services, according to the government website. Politico reported Wednesday that the Department of Homeland Security had been briefed that New York City's morgues were nearing capacity, citing a DHS official and another source familiar with the matter. The New York Post reported on Tuesday that the makeshift morgue was being set up in, um, that a makeshift morgue was being set up in Bellevue Hospital in Manhattan, citing a source who was familiar with the operation. In other words, New York City is rapidly running out of places to put all the dead bodies. This never happens with just the flu, of course. That's because the coronavirus is far deadlier than the regular flu, even if the pandemic denialists haven't been yet able to accept that irrefutable fact. I've reported on enough stuff here in previous studies where, you know, I hope we've put that to bed. We've also learned that refrigeration trucks are being ordered in large quantities from U.S. manufacturers to assist with transportation of dead bodies. I saw a video just before I went on air of a guy sitting in front of a, a hospital in Brooklyn, New York City, and they were loading, you know, they were dead bodies onto this refrigerated truck, and he was freaking out, telling everybody to take it seriously. Uh, just a bystander that was there. Uh, let's see here. 
it won't be long before the U.S. will need to crank up mobile cremation ovens to start disposing of all the bodies and victims, just like we saw in China. The outbreak has only begun in the USA, by the way. Next report. Mobile morgue trailers being deployed near U.S. major cities. The photo here shows two of these trailers stashed on a farm in Joliet, Illinois, near Chicago. For those who think this is still erroneously just the flu, we may respectfully point out the fact that never before have we seen mobile morgue trailers deployed for just flu victims. And it says it, yeah, they're right on the side here. And yeah, it's right next to two silos, which you're going to see a silo on a farm. And it's mobile morgue trailers. And uh, the website and the number, it's right on the side of, of the trailers. They're there and waiting. Then New York City begins deploying mobile morgue trailers at hospitals. The spread of the coronavirus in New York City is so bad that officials have begun bringing in these mobile morgue freezer trucks to store the dead bodies. Two are already deployed at Bellevue Hospital in Manhattan. See this photo. Here's a photo of it. I got all the photos here in the PDF for this date, March 30th, 2020. Uh, let's go further here. Several of these units were brought to 30th Street an fdr drive with workers in military uniforms and others in nypd jackets setting up tents and other gear at that location as well a source familiar with the operation said that additional refrigerated trailers would be brought to the site and that similar setups would be built up outside of other hospitals and here's just some related reports to this that i really can't cover but i'm providing the links if you want to go further um first report field hospital set up now in central park that just broke today then New York City could close streets. 12% of NYPD, the New York Police Department, are out sick now. <clears throat> Morgues are nearing capacity. And these are all different, you know, headlines. Military to withhold infection data for national security. So we know they're withholding the infection data. Like I said before, they're never going to give you the real numbers. And then Army asks retired soldiers in healthcare fields to come back which you're seeing that all around the world, I saw. And then this is from a pandemic, from a paramedic in the UK, his firsthand account of it. Then USA goes to highest state of health protection, HIPCON Delta. Then get this to every doctor you know, direct from an, e, an ERMD. I think that was the guy in um, New Orleans. I heard from a respiratory therapist. I read that report last week, most of it. This is from an ERMD in New Orleans. <clears throat> and then truckers refusing to deliver food into New York City, what may begin to take place if stores run out. Civil unrest, roving gang stealing, anarchy, time will tell. Next report, it is hitting the fan now, prepping time is over, it's time to shift into prevention and protection mode. Then you ain't seen nothing, actually I'm covering this later, yet crime may explode soon due to COVID-19. Next report, both U.S. aircraft carriers in the Pacific are taken out of action for up to a month after sailors get infected with the COVID-19, giving China an almost free hand in the region as Pentagon raises threat level to second highest rating. This is mainstream news. U.S. Theodore Roosevelt and USS Ronald Reagan are the, are the only two U.S. aircraft carriers in the Pacific. Both have sailors who have tested positive for COVID-19. The diagnoses have prompted the USS Theodore Roosevelt to come to port in guam where it could be held for at least a month uss ronald reagan is currently in port in tokyo japan and it's unclear whether all of its crew will now be quarantined 
China now appears to have a free hand in the Pacific. Alarming news given the heightened tensions between Beijing and Washington. The two superpowers have traded barbs over the origins of COVID-19. And China accused the U.S. of playing a dangerous game by sailing a destroyer near Taiwan. Next report. And again, it's what we just, it's entitled, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet, Crime May Explode Due to COVID-19. Current situation regarding police response in many areas. This is very important to kind of know this information. <clears throat> As you may know, it's already policy in many areas in one form or another. Jails and state prisons are granting early release to prisoners who are incarcerated for nonviolent crimes like DUI, petty theft, vandalism, driving under suspension, check fraud, burglary, drug possession, etc. Some prisons will also grant early release for more serious crimes like assault, menacing, dealing in narcotics, etc. And state governors can always commute a sentence for anything, including murder, if they choose. So what about the crimes committed today or in the future? First, most states with shelter-in-place orders are already not pulling people over for speeding and minor traffic violations, which also includes expired license plates, burned-out headlights, etc., due to fear of the officer getting infected and reducing their manpower. More serious dis misdemeanors such as trespassing, assault without battery, physical or verbal threat without actually striking a person, burglary, theft, menacing, harassment will only be responded to over the phone and the report written up off-site. So stuff that they were showing up for before, they're not showing up for now, the police. And they're releasing these prisoners. There are also some departments that may show up at your home if it's burglarized for the purpose of making sure that the burglar has left. But as far as my old, this is written from a cop, okay, this is a, a law enforcement officer writing this. But as far as my old department and many more around me and throughout the country, officers are not allowed to enter homes of victims unless there is an immediate threat or unless the crime was murder, aggravated assault with a weapon, <clears throat> rape, robbery, or violent felonies along those lines. If your gun-loathing family members or neighbors are thinking about getting curbside service from the police because someone just stole their stereo out of their Mercedes, they will be in for a big surprise. I'm going to give you a wake-up call, so listen up, as this applies to all you and your family. Criminals are very aware of the current COVID-19 arrest procedures in place at every department in their jurisdiction, and the information didn't come from the local TV news. Although local new TV news has covered the new police response procedures, criminals have a lot of inside information, such as how many police are on shift, how many patrol cars are on shift at any given time, and what areas they patrol, how many police are working on a given day, who is sick, who is off, etc. Which police officers will work with them, uh, which police officers will, quote, work with them, meaning the criminals, as far as turning a blind eye to minor looting or theft, which shift which shift supervisor is lazy in the police and doesn't care what the police under them are doing. I have spoken to literally hundreds of criminals on subjects like, number one, the crime they committed for which they're currently serving, what crimes they committed in the past, what crimes they plan to commit. Yes, sometimes they actually even tell me that as a police officer. Why they commit crimes, why they feel they're justified in committing crimes, etc., all of this information was obtained when performing my duties as a pod supervisor, booking officer, court deputy, prisoner transport deputy, and patrol. So this guy's done like everything. Let me give you the idea into the mentality of those who commit violent street crimes. 
And with the exception of the criminally insane, it all boils down to one simple thing. They want stuff. And that could be your daughter or your wife as well. This goes way beyond. I'm only giving you the very first part of this. If you want to read the full report, I give you the link here. And um, so he's giving a real stern warning about what's coming. Currently, there are over 1 million gang members in the United States. I mean, Trump just called up a 1 million reservist from, you know, he just issued a, I'm going to cover, I think, an executive order to do that. But there's 1 million, and that's what they know of, gang members in the United States. Chicago has over 150,000. Los Angeles has at least 125,000. Those are small armies. So those are the last places you probably want to be. Okay, so let's get some confirmation on this. Dallas police say they will no longer respond to calls about theft, but you better not violate your stay-at-home order or risk going to jail or be seen or caught, you know, doing something you shouldn't be doing outside. So in other words, they're, they're starting to minor on major and major on minors, you know. And I'm just going to play this very brief video here. I'm sitting at home doing the whole quarantine thing. And I get sent this video from a friend of mine. Detectives here at the Plano Police Department have actually been assigned now to work out of the city's public libraries for the time being because an officer tested positive here. In Dallas, where another officer has been diagnosed with coronavirus, police officers will no longer respond to calls about car break-ins, vandalism, or shoplifting. This video will come as a shock to a lot of people who grew up with the belief that the police are here to protect you. I know a lot of cops, and they're good people. But they do not have a duty to protect you. The Supreme Court literally said this in 1989 in a landmark case of DeShaney v. Winnebago. The court held that the failure by the government workers to protect someone, in this case a four-year-old boy, from physical violence or harm from another person, in this case his father, did not breach any substantive constitutional duty. Fast forward to 2020 during a pandemic and police around the country are letting you know that they are not coming. Not because they don't want to, but because they can't. This is a unique situation where they could be infecting you without even knowing it. So they have to triage their calls and go to the most important ones, which means you are on your own for the most part. But this is exactly why we have the Second Amendment. The whole purpose of it was to give power to the people to protect themselves. Can you imagine being in any of the countries around the world where their citizens don't have a right to bear arms and hearing the police say, if you call us, we can't come? Do you realize how helpless you would feel? Yet here in America, where we have an unbridled right to own firearms, a large portion of our country is actively trying to give that right away in exchange for complete dependence on the government for their safety. The same government that is now telling you that they can't come if you call them. I'm sorry, but after seeing and hearing this, anyone still talking about limiting people's Second Amendment right in order to keep them safe is an idiot at best. Okay, I got, I got to stop because he starts cussing there. Um, but I think you got the point there, what he's saying there. Well, well, well said. Okay, so, <clears throat> and again, I'm not blaming all the cops that are under these orders for this, okay? They're under orders to do this. But again, you have to be your own first responder. And, and that really should have been all of our mindsets all along anyway. The more you want to depend on any kind of outside governmental source, you know, the more, the higher likelihood you're probably going to have a rude awakening at some point in your life. And especially now with what we're, we seem to be moving into. Now, next one. This just came out the other day. 
and I, I, I kind of added a little to the title here. How will the police enforcement enforce the stay-at-home order in North Carolina? Now, this just came out the other day. Uh, remember to be a good little compliant sheeple and hope some little Nazi brown shirt does not narc on you, okay? Uh, which is what happened in, in the Dave Hodges video that I just listened to with the guy, the, the guy that owned his own gym wiping down his own equipment inside with the door shut by himself. And then the cops were just continually showing up. And I, I don't understand that, you know, because it's like, really? That's where you're going to gravitate toward? Uh, anyway, <clears throat> authors George Orwell of 1984 and Aldous Huxley of Brave New World would be so proud. And this is right from the, uh, the local news here in uh, Charlotte. A, a stay-at-home proclamation has been issued for Mecklenburg County, which is where Charlotte's at. Uh, starting at 8, Thursday at 8 a.m. because of the growing COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak, our enforcement efforts will be complaint-driven. So this is where it's all stemming from, complaint-driven. They're not going to pull you over in your cars. It even says that. They're not going to go out looking. They're going to be waiting for all the little brown shirts to start narking everybody. And I understand there is some examples where it would be you know righteous to do but i'm talking about you know somebody seeing somebody wiping down gym equipment in their own gym and reporting them to the police i mean you know this is total insanity so um our police said the community can make complaints against people violating the stay-at-home order by visiting cmpd.org or by calling 311 this is the primary message they're putting out in the charlotte area so they're with all this downtime in free time, now people can go out and be the little Nazi brown shirts and, and feel like you're doing your your country a service there. <clears throat> CMPD said they are looking for voluntary compliance with this order, but said they could issue citations or misdemeanor arrests if all other options fail. So you could be in jail. Now they're letting all they're letting a lot of the criminals out. Okay, right now they've been telling we just reported on that. But I think they would really want to, um, the, the fact that they're threatening arrest for this stuff is pretty much, pretty much hard to comprehend there. But they're letting prisoners go and not responding to certain crimes now. That's fine. So, <clears throat> it's right from my area. Then the next one, you can't travel without a vaccine certificate, says Bill Gates. That's coming. I'm, I'm going to put that in there because the way they write these headlines, it's like it's happening now. No, it's not happening yet. But powers that shouldn't be are converging from every angle. Diminished freedoms, increased restrictions and requirements, more wealth redistribution, elimination of the middle class, a planned economic crash, and of course, forced vaccinations. That's what this is really all about. Never let a good crisis go to waste. So let's go ahead and listen to this one this uh in the united states to not this is bill gates talking this is a current interview he just did the other day he's being interviewed by a guy named chris anderson get to one percent of the population infected we're well below that today but with exponentiation you know you could get past uh that that three million i'm i'm i believe we will be able to avoid that uh with the um having this economic pain economic pain says the multi multi-billionaire 
yeah, you little people down there, you got to you got to experience this economic pain. What's this economic pain going to cost? This economic pain is going to cause poverty and cost lives, way more lives. See, the government intervening in the economy and creating wiping out the middle class, wiping out people's savings, giving them a little pittance of $1200 makes them more reliant on government. And this wiping out of the middle class and creating a, a, a deeper poverty class is going to create more lives lost, period. Now, here's the deal here. Check this out. What does Bill Gates want? Eventually, what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control. Sadly, you don't want to completely block off the ability for those you know people to go there and come back and move around okay i'm going to play that again guys listen to this he's suggesting we need to have certificates for people who have recovered or been vaccinated certificates the, the certificate's going to be in your in your left your left shoulder your your digital vaccine certificate your microchip there and some type of identifier like some type of uh, digital id tattoo most likely. It's just the forerunner to the mark of the beast. It's not the mark of the beast, but it's the forerunner. And they want to get you used to this mindset of do whatever you got to do to save your own skin. Do whatever you got to do to be compliant to Satan. Take your vaccine. Take your microchip. Shut up. Go home and, you know, wait for the fires of hell, essentially. Yeah, Taylor just brought up a great point. All while this fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell, Bill Gates, doesn't vaccinate any of his children. All while. He does. You know, what's good for the goose, you know, is not good for the gander. I mean, he's, he is the absolute quintessential essence of a demon infested hypocrite. Papers and ID saying you've gotten the vaccination or you've recovered. Eventually what we'll have to have is certificates of who's a recovered person, who's a vaccinated person, because you don't want people moving around the world where you'll have some countries that won't have it under control. Sadly, you don't want to completely block off the ability for those you know, people to go there and come back and move. He's talking about restricting movement. You don't want people moving around the country or around the world without their certificate. So you'd have to have checkpoints set up every so wherever in order to enforce that really. Um, I don't see any other way to do it. You, in order to travel, you know, you're going to have to go through checkpoints and, um, you know, show them your, that let them scan your, your arm on, on the, on, you know, your, your little digital vaccine certificate ID that's built in with the microchip, most likely in your left shoulder, or your, probably, I mean, or right, I don't know, wherever they want to put it. That's probably what, what we're, where we're moving to, unless there's massive pushback against this and a lot of prayer and fasting, I would say, going up about all of these issues. This is where, where we're heading. And the Bible does predict, you know, that we were going to, and it doesn't predict these exact circumstances, but, you know, the mark of the beast that's talked about in, in the book of Revelation, I mean, we're heading toward that. You won't be able to buy, sell, or trade. Well, well in this case, if you don't have this, this mark in your, in your shoulder, proving you have the vaccine you won't be able to travel you might i don't know who knows it might it might get to the point where you won't be able to you know you'll have to get scanned to go into a grocery store so i don't know if it'll get that bad it's not the mark of the beast for a lot of factors here but we're moving in that direction proving they've either had the disease and recovered from it 
or have been vaccinated. This, this is a push and one step closer to mandatory vaccination. So let me just clarify this. Bill Gates doesn't want anybody moving around in the country or abroad without a certificate verifying that they've been vaccinated. No vaccination certificate, no movement. Before- that's, that's true. So we, we have that. And then the next report, Bill Gates is quite confident that he can leverage the coronavirus to make every person on earth receive a vaccination with a digital ID. Whatever you do, when Bill Gates' vaccination is ready, do not take it for any reason. Because when it comes to the idea, when it comes, it will come with a digital ID or a digital certificate. And it will be evil from stem to stern. This is a Christian website putting this information out. All you have to do is Google Bill Gates digital ID, which I would never use Google. I would use DuckDuckGo. Google is, you know, I don't know why they're encouraging them to use that. It's part of the Big Brother system. And you will get a plethora of information regarding the very advanced work Bill Gates and his billions have been conducting with regard to getting every human being digitally identified. After you do that, then Google Bill Gates digital vaccinations and you will see what returns there. As you will begin to do research, it becomes pretty clear quickly that Bill Gates has a three-pronged game plan consisting of billions of dollars they're going to throw at this, vaccinations and digital IDs, by which he is going to carry out his master plan. Is this the mark of the beast? No, but you should still avoid it like the plague. The Bible says in Revelation 6, 1 and 2, And I saw the when the Lamb, Jesus, opened one of the seals, and I heard... As it were the noise of thunder, one of the four beasts saying, Come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, with a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. This is the Antichrist. Okay. Um, so it's not the mark of the beast, because as of this writing, the Antichrist has not been released with the opening of the first seal from Revelation 6. That and a lot of other biblical reasons. But yeah, that's the only one you really need. Okay, that's why when people say, no, that was the, the, the whatever, third seal, I'm like, oh my word, we're not even in the tribulation yet. No, it's not. I see that all the time from Christian ministries. Oh, this is the whatever trumpet, or this is this, this seal. And I'm like, we're not even in the tribulation, guys. Really? Seriously? Um, let's just skip ahead in the Bible. No, it's going to happen the exact way it's written. So... Antichrist has not been released with the opening of the first seal from Revelation 6. No Antichrist, no Mark of the Beast. We have already shown you how Bill Gates and Microsoft are funding ID 2020. I reported on that extensively, I think, a couple of teachings ago. This see key in ID 2020 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com or any other subject you want to know about. And the plan to administer a digital ID with every vaccination. We show you how Bill Gates has already stated repeatedly that he wants to use vaccinations to control the population through eugenics. Uh, but now he's exploiting the coronavirus crisis to greatly accelerate his timeline for the vaccinations and the digital IDs. Using his vast and nearly unimaginable wealth as his credentials, Bill Gates has somehow managed to set himself up as some kind of epidemiology expert an infectious disease. And the people are listening to him because they want his money. Gates very smartly has been purchasing credibility through endowments from his foundation. It almost seems like he has been waiting for this coronavirus crisis to occur, which he has, so he could sweep in as a savior and give everyone their vaccination and digital ID. Absolutely. 
and he's pretty much on the spear tip of it. We've been almost talking about him on a weekly basis, extensively exposing that devil. Okay, so continuing on, next report, drones being used to track people. In the matter of weeks, Americans have watched a police state unfold in front of their eyes. The phrase that that could never happen here uh, has taken a backseat to what they will do next. Well, next up on the list is the fact that residents in New York and California are now being monitored by drones and officials are bragging about it. On Thursday, Police Commissioner Dermont Shea posted a video on Twitter of some aerial footage over multiple locations throughout the city of New York, including Carl Schertz Park, Inwood Hill Park, and Juniper Valley Park. Sadly enough, some folks took to the tweet thread to beg the commissioner to bring drones to their neighborhoods. Uh, one said, come to Borough Park, my neighborhood, not, not the case here. Okay, and then another one, go to Grand Concourse, not the case there. Good job, officers. Keep on doing great things. Praying for you all, wrote another. Police in California are equipping, then police in California are equipping the drones with speakers to tell people what to do, which is what they were doing in um, Wuhan. We, there was a lot of reports of that as well so we're seeing the same things that were being implemented in wuhan now coming coming here where you would expect them first the biggest cities that are being affected the most next report coronavirus being used as a justification to implement a total surveillance society the changes occurring in our world due to wuhan corona covid 19 pandemic are many as you surely noticed restaurants are closed people are standing very far apart from one another the globalists can't stop talking about hurting the sheep even in even into tighter and more heavily surveilled life prisons. The most recent date idea to come out of the deep state's crisis vault is to create a global data sharing system to track all individuals around the world and all the name, all the name of stopping the spread of Wuhan coronavirus, which, you know, ultimately they're the ones that released it in the beginning anyway. I believe this was a, you know, all by design, as we've talked a lot about before. Like some kind of 9-11 2.0, the government... Uh, government's almost uniform response to the Wuhan coronavirus, COVID-19, is up to ante in terms of mass surveillance and human trafficking. Human tracking, I'm sorry. And mobile phone carriers, as well as the industry groups that represent them, couldn't be more excited. At least one mobile phone company recently indicated that the GSM Association, which sets international standards for the mobile phone industry, that is, that it already has the capacity to track individuals globally through their mobile devices. This company is said to have discussed the possibility of developing a government tracking system for keeping an eye on pretty much everyone who owns a cell phone, which is all the more reason to have a burner phone at your disposal. You know, all I'm saying there. Next report, the virus is only the opening salvo of the planned destruction of America. And that's from Dave Hodges, so we're going to get maximum doom and gloom here. Okay, we're all going to die. We're going to die probably before I finish the next sentence and there's nothing you can do about it. anyway um there's a four-pronged effort to strip away the constitution and install a totalitarian government soviet style under the leadership of the democratic party and again dave's not implicating anybody in the republican or trump or anyone else they obviously they're not in on in any of this they're not part of the same right left paradigm obviously they're they're good guys they're, they're doing everything they can do to fight this even though they're not and um we don't need to finger point at them at all because they're given a free pass because they're Republicans. Anyway, the four prong consists of the following parts. Number one, the main goal of the coronavirus is devastating the is devastating economic and social destabilizing 
social destabilization due to restrictions imposed because of the virus with possible riots over things like food. This may be enough to facilitate a regime change through the electoral process due to the failed economy, meaning getting Trump out of there. If this is allowed to go on long enough, the UN will assert itself on American soil through medical martial law camps. These actions do not preclude the following steps from occurring. As an aside, I, war I was warned a week ago by a senior level federal official that broke and hungry people are waiting outside of the grocery stores and are robbing the weak as they put groceries into their car. So that's something, again, I'm here to warn, these are just things that you might have never, ever thought about before that you kind of need to get on your radar. I'm not saying God can't protect you. I'm just saying, you know, wise as a serpent, you, know, you want to be aware, circumspectly, the Bible talks about being circumspect, which is carefully and cautiously observing your surroundings. We're supposed to be that way as Christians. Um, as an aside, oh, no, I just read the part. Um, Paul Martin just told me the same story of via Laramel County Sheriff's Department and a member of the Greeley Fire Department that the same thing is going on in Colorado. Beware of this when you shop. Two, a mass Tet offensive perpetuated by embedded terrorists, fifth column, Chicoms, cartels, and MS-13. Uh, assassinations and massive terrorism is the order of the day. A civil war will break out in California, and that day is not far away. Now, we've talked a lot about that. Obviously, if you were to start multiplying things, start adding things like that into the coronavirus, and then these other things we're talking about, yeah, things would ratchet up very, very quickly. Uh, and again, I'm not saying that's the case. I'm saying, though, it could be. Three, a Red Dawn invasion will be launched and Americans will be attacked both through its southern and northern borders. Again, we've talked extensively about this. This is very dangerous because the Chicoms meaning the Chinese Communists, and the UN already have a foothold in the country. Well, he's not even talking about the underground bases where a lot of these troops are stationed and places they're embedded in the country where they could be you know, called up at a moment's notice. And then four, World War III will commence, which will bring us into most likely the seven-year tribulation period. And during that time, the Antichrist, the false prophet, will most likely arise in order to present them selves as like the the men of peace we have everything figured out it will center a lot around israel and jerusalem and that's most likely the scenario we're, we're looking at america has been totally destabilized by this coronavirus the econ the economy is free in free fall and unless there's a change of direction by president trump but i mean he's totally bought sold controlled and paid for unemployment will be over 50 percent and the supply chain chaos will produce economic and social conditions in the country that will make the early days of the great depression look like a vacation make no mistake about it the democratic party leadership formed the basis of this willful destruction of america yes they're they're definitely on the spear tip there's no doubt about it uh but i'm not going to just blame it all on them okay because i do believe it's a group effort here they are primarily led by most of the democratic party california congressional delegation pelosi harris feinstein schiff uh, and people like bloomberg and schumer their minions the democratic mayors and county commissioners have fallen into line this group has made a mockery of the constitution as they are systematically stripping away nearly every civil liberty uh, they can as they use the virus as a pretext to engineer and launch the bolshevik revolution this is all about control communist control of all people and the elimination of private property okay so next report global pandemic response hand handing government sweeping powers they may never re relinquish 
While the response to the coronavirus pandemic have ranged from mocking the disease, such as Brazil's Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, to physical sealing people inside of apartment buildings in China, governments are deploying an array of legislative and technical measures to track and control citizens during the outbreak, which has killed, um, you know, who knows how many. As the situation deteriorates, many fear that the current efforts to control the virus will have dire consequences for individual freedoms long after the danger of the COVID-19 has passed. According to Bloomberg's uh, Ian Marlowe, like their publication, Bloomberg's publication, who notes in desperate times like these, leaders on all levels are going, going to extraordinary lengths to do whatever possible to contain the virus. Like the 9-11, and this is from this guy, from Bloomberg, like the 9-11 terrorist attacks in the U.S., the coronavirus pandemic is a crisis of such magnitude that it threatens to change the world in which we live, with ramifications for how leaders govern. Governments are locking down cities with the help of the army, mapping population flows via smartphones, and jailing or sequestering quarantine breakers. Using banks of CCTV and facial recognition cameras backed by artificial intelligence. Notice that every single thing they're doing and it's happening because of the coronavirus is all playing into the New World Order and the globalist controllers that want to enslave us. Every single thing is moving in that direction and in their favor. It's not moving us away from... from um, anything but a total 100% you know lockdown type of system the restrictions are unprecedented in peacetime and made possible only by rapid advances in technology and while citizens across the globe may be willing to sacrifice civil liberties temporarily history shows the emergency powers can be hard to relinquish and that's what you have to look at here because i think a lot of people are under the impression well it's going to go back to normal i don't see how it's ever going to go back to normal. Look at what they're doing with the 5G installations at the schools that I reported on last last week. They're doing a lot of stuff undercover here. They're, only God knows all the things they're doing undercover now because they've got a lot less prying eyes on things because so many people are at home. You know, that by itself, who knows what they're doing? I was here, I was on the road the other day going somewhere and there was a military uh, semi with an open bed trailer and it had all these I don't know what they were, plastic-like things. And I'm not saying they were coffins, but they were weird-looking, really weird-looking. I, I wanted to get out of the car and and walk over, but it's like it would have been, they, they were, I think they were watching me in their, their rear views, and I, there was like little stickers on the sides of these things that I think said what they were, but I wasn't close enough where I could see it. If I got out of the car, but we were at a traffic light, so, you know um anyway yeah I don't, I don't know what that was about going back to this it says um let's see here nearly two decades oh, okay a primary concern is that if the public gives governments new surveillance powers to contain the covid19 then governments will keep these powers after the public health crisis ends nearly two decades after the 9-11 attacks the u.s government still uses many of the surveillance technologies it developed in the immediate wake of that event and again that was all by design on purpose all orchestrated um, so then the next report stealth federal law used to repeal second amendment during coronavirus does it look like the land of the free home of the brave to you no it looks like a bunch of lemmings running off the edge of a cliff a bunch of cows that have been stampeded by a truck's backfire running over each other mindlessly braying and breaking their legs and backs blood spilling out of their noses 
Nice. Well, we killed 62 million babies. We let NAMBLA openly run Drag Queen Storytime, where they openly say in their own words, we're grooming children for a lifestyle with us, and you will not stop us. Your children are ours. Yeah, I mean, we. you look at what the church has permitted in this country because really that's the church that should be the church's primary obligation to fight evil to fight the overtaking and i i don't on all these issues that we report on on pretty much you know a weekly basis i see very little pushback by and large from the so-called christian church they don't want to buy, violate their 501c3 status i'm telling you that's what uh, they've been enslaved Ever since they started taking that deal, way back, I believe, in the 40s, they started taking that deal from the government so the parishioners could write off their tithes on their tax returns. None of it's biblical. The churches could get subsidies from the government, and the church would get its right to exist and make the, the government happy. They're in compliance with the government. Nowhere in the New Testament did you ever have to have a license to operate a church or to call yourself a pastor, too, you know? You have to be licensed to do that. You were called or you weren't called. You know, and I understand, you know, that there can always be charlatans in any. But I'm telling you, that is that was kind of the beginning of the end for the modern day church. Now they're, for the most part, in full compliance and they'll just cite Romans 13. Um, do whatever the government says because it has to be for good. They'll, they'll cite that about this whole thing with the coronavirus as they're telling their congregations to come in and get vaccinated and get on the uh, rail cars as they're taken away. I'm not saying it's going to come to that right now, but I'm saying it could. I mean, full compliance with the government. They're right. All governments are created by God for good. Just like Pol Pot and, you know, Joseph Stalin and Hitler and Mao Zedong and all these other mass murders that disarmed their populaces before they came in and slaughtered millions. You're right. They were all of God just the same as, you know, so we need, to, we need to obey the government whatever it tells us to do, right? Now just key in Romans or Romans 13 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole study on that. Un unlimited, uh, you know, Romans 13, unlimited subservience to the government. Where does a Christian draw the line? Uh, let's go back to this. You watch the drug company ads where it tells you with happy people dancing and cavorting that it can cause a heart attack or cancer or yeah. death or insanity but to ask your doctor about it yep yep or it's a little cartoon of some cute little character running around i don't i mean i don't have a tv i i, I don't even see but even being on the internet you'll see the the commercials and i mean it's unbelievable all controlled poisons every single one of these pharmaceuticals controlled poisons you cannot drug your body into good health. And they cause ever-increasingly horrible side effects. And just people just eat it up. Do whatever they're told by their, by their government, by their doctors. And we're in such a wicked, evil, sick, satanic world system. And the church does barely anything to warn about any of these issues that I'm talking about. Most, for the most part, most churches do little to nothing. I hate to say it. Yes, the depopulation is coming, and you're begging for it. This is only a test to make sure when the globalists really release their deadly bioweapons in the future that you're going to shelter in place and die in your homes and not cause them any trouble while they do it. 
And of course, government will decide what businesses can operate and what businesses can't. And every Democrat city, every Democrat state is now banning firearm sales and saying your regular right to keep and bear them, to transport them, is banned. Now, remember, they've tried all these different ways to get the guns. We just saw the fiasco that, that you know happened in Virginia. And that's so now this is just their next plan. They're just going to keep trying more things until they get the guns. And that's what this coronavirus thing is all about, ultimately, in the end. That's one of the agendas. It's all pre-programmed, all pre-prepared. And, and I was telling my wife just last night, I said, yeah, no, the UN, all of them, they want 18 months. That's when the fake vaccine comes out. And that's when the travel IDs and the apps will be on your phones. China's already done it. They're already beta testing it here. But, but it's a process of enslavement. You come in not appreciating your rights. You come out not having them. Yeah, true. Tough measures to stem the coronavirus outbreak could be in place for 18 months. Scientists say, Time Magazine. Who expert? Binding and distributing COVID-19 vaccine 18 months would be historic. It's all scripted. Coronavirus timeline, how the world will change over the next 18 months, Esquire. Modeling study, 18 months of coronavirus, social distancing, much disruption. Tough measures to stem the coronavirus outbreak and be in place for 18 months. Sorry, America, the full lockdown's coming, says the Council on Foreign Relations. <sighs> Isn't that sweet? And then here is the Democrats getting you used to siege and holding the states, counties, and cities hostage against the economy, against the people, against the president until there's a full depression and the president is driven from power. The mayor of L.A. announces water and power will be shut off for non-essential L.A. businesses that don't close. That's called siege. And they've got citizen block captains that report you if you still have your business running and, well, your water and power gets turned off. <laughs> Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, who keeps the babies comfortable, omits gun stores from list of essential businesses. Ha ha! Oh, you killed his gun confiscation bills? Ah, he'll show you. Yeah. Yeah. I'll get you and your little dog, too. But again, that's plan B. That, like I said, it didn't work in Virginia like they wanted, so now this is this is just part of the plan B. Lake County Sheriff orders gun stores to close. He says people don't know how to use them properly. That's a quote. <laughs> Adds 1,300 deputies to patrol to make sure you submit. They let all the criminals out. Right. Constitutional crisis as they take the guns. L.A. mayor to cut off the water. For he's showing all these different mainstream headlines to prove what he's talking about. Push people. Meanwhile, shock video. 14 inmates escape from county jail in Washington State. I mean, coronavirus chaos as society breaks down. Wow. All these videos pour wow, out. He's showing the video of these guys escaping jail. A, a passerby was filming it. San Francisco, uh, people looting. In front of everyone, the store shelves and... That's called the breakdown of civilization. And everybody just sits there and watches it all unfold and watches it all collapse as confidence goes bye-bye. Meanwhile, con convict released early due to coronavirus storm. Yeah, it's showing the, 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 like, the guy that checks out the front. He's like three feet away from the guy watching him do this and doing 
nothing. I don't even think he's saying anything to the guy. House terrorized this woman at knife point, tying her up in shoelaces. That's okay. UK food delivery trucks torched amid virus crisis by Islamic horde groups. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what... And it just goes on That's and what on. Islam Like does. Trump said, the breakdown of civilization and depression will kill a lot more people than this virus, and it's very, very real, and it's the admitted plan. And I've got AP right here. Democrats announce at the federal and state level they're not going to let Trump turn the economy back on. They're just going to ignore him at the state and local level in blue cities and states. Again, though, another Trump apologist, another, another, you know, basically Trump can do no wrong. He doesn't even believe the coronavirus has any validity at this point. He's as far as, as far, every time I've tried to listen to him lately at all. And again, I don't, I don't recommend him as a matter of course. I've done whole studies exposing Jones, but he's gone over to the other camp where it's all fake. It's all a farce. And what you'll see is you'll just have, when somebody goes that route, all you'll see them interview are people that agree with their viewpoint. Um, so that's, there's a lot of stuff I don't agree with Jones about regarding the current Corona, I mean, the Trump angle, the whole, that there's no validity. Why do, why, why does it have to be that there can be no validity behind the coronavirus at all? Wouldn't it be better from a new world order standpoint implementation that this stuff was nasty? Okay. Wouldn't that serve their purpose better than to just try to fake it till you make it and fake every single thing, every single video, every single doctor's report, every single nurse, that's come out all the all the firsthand pictures and videos that have come out, all the crematorium stuff, all those that, that have been out there and implemented and, and churning out. You know, anyway, and they're going to tell people you stay in your damn houses, and the public self enforces, even though these weird nanny state rules go: go to the park, work out, just don't get within close to people, and all these essential businesses stay open. But I got a call from my friend that builds houses. Builds up about three or four houses at a time, custom houses. He said most his crews walked off. Doesn't matter he has the law, showed them they're essential. They don't care. And, they're getting in. And again, I'm looking at his reports on the side that are just breaking. And Jones looks to be going totally over into the Q camp now. Now, he's exposed Q before, but now he's going into the Q camp. He's got a video entitled, Giant Developments, Trump is Taking Over the Deep State. Now, that is the exact same reports if you go up to Before It's News, which is one of the main alternative news aggregate sites up there that, that really posts a ton of stuff about the um, the, Q, the Q movement and how it's good and righteous, all of Mark Taylor's prophecies and Jonathan Conjob's prophecies and all that is up there. You've got, like, animated pictures of pornography and sometimes real, like, half- softcore pornography type of stuff on the site but it's owned by um glenn kennedy so he's got his bible verses and his bible studies up there as well with all of these you know almost semi-naked women with whether they're animated or real up on the site as well commingled which is always good to do it's it's always good to to mix those together from a christian standpoint right i mean we want to have some softcore porn with the christian stuff bible verses that's you know who wouldn't want to do that and um there more than ever more than ever now i'm seeing trump any any second the deep state's going down all this is by design the coronavirus has been put out there as a cover for them to make these mass arrests and now there's like two hundred thousand sealed indictments they're going to implement any second and gonna save us and i've, I've done whole studies on this that i'm going to get into later where we've just shown how many times q has lied and all these predictions that have not come to pass that were time dependent and the Bible says in Deuteronomy 18, the test of a, of, a, of a true prophet is that he's got to get it right every single time, 
every single time, okay? Not 50%, not 75 but 100% of the time, all the time. And that if he doesn't, you take him out and you stone him, okay? And those pro same prophets have to be pointing you to the word of God as well, which is another part in Deuteronomy that talks about that. They can't be directing you to go to Satan, even if what they say comes to pass. So, um, I don't know. I, I don't know if, if, if Jones is going to totally get into that camp or not. But, I mean, this, this headline on his website about him taking over the deep state is exactly the same garbage I'm seeing come out with Q that I've been seeing for three and a half years. Q came out in, um, was it October of 2017? Around there, this, these posts started coming out. Uh, so I'm really wondering with Jones at this point, uh, what's what's going on? What, where, where he's ultimately gonna end up? Because I really think at the end of the day, that a lot of these people like Jones and a lot of these ministries that are out there, when everything's said and done, if they stay on this Trump train, the Trump train could ultimately be used to really bring us into the new world order. It depends how they're going to play. It depends if they're going to let Trump play the, the, the savior or if they're going to, or if they're going to, um, come in and discredit him and, and then install a new democratic thing and blame everything on trump i don't know which way it's gonna go i don't i don't have a crystal ball but it's most likely going to be some uh one of those scenarios trump's either going to be used as a good guy to bring us into the new world order and in the coming of the antichrist and the false problem i've talked about this before or he's going to be totally discredited they're going to blame this whole coronavirus thing on him and they're going to have use all that rage in order to install their democratic cutouts and and bring us in more of a hardcore way into the new world order i believe it's probably going to be one of those two scenarios but they have quarantine envy you see because they've been promised all this money and they just don't work of course you'll never really get hardly any of it uh but that's how suckers are and and, and then i called another friend i know that built houses and he said yeah most of them walked off he has four crews one crew is there he showed them the law everything they don't care because the public wants to go watch Netflix. They won't notice beer is essential, liquor is essential, marijuana dispensaries, they're all open, but not your right to defend yourself and the crime rate. And another thing I just saw, one of the posts, the mainstream posts were that people are now panic buying cocaine and weed, uh, marijuana, just for the whole, I gotta have it, I gotta stock up because I can't handle the coronavirus stress thing. And I'm sure every other hardcore drug, I mean, weed's not a hardcore drug, but I'm talking about, like, you know, all the other stuff. They're panic buying that stuff. Going to explode, it already is, in many areas. The globalists are social engineers. They know that they turn the economy off. They know that they shut down most of the businesses. And then they say, we're going to do it for 18 months. If they do it three months, it's over for civilization. Now, when we come back, the big news story that ties into all this, the gun confiscation. And how it ties into the communist Chinese openly working with the Democrats in the deep state to bring down America. And will Americans realize that before it's too late? Will they, or, or will they be total fools and will this finally be the end of the republic? This is it. The end of the republic, if they succeed, these people are unbelievable. But again, he's acting like Trump is on the other side of this when they're two sides of the same wicked coin. He's an actor put in place. He's a Rothschild cutout. He's bought, sold, and paid for by the Rothschilds, which is the most wickest, highest-ranking banking family on earth. The top of the Illuminati food chain has owned this guy 
for decades, N bailed him out of numerous bankruptcies, covered up for him on so many different levels. I've documented all this. And again, Jones won't acknowledge any of that. And he's getting more Q-like about every time I'm watching him now. And I, again, I'm not watching him every day, but I'm trying to glean some of the stuff he does have we can glean from, but I don't know. So um, if you want to know about the the Second Amendment alerts, the best place you can really go is gunownersaction.org. Gunownersaction, one word, dot O-R-G. And that's GOA, Gun Owners of America, which is the only organization I would really recommend wholeheartedly when it came. Now, I'm not saying there's not other good ones, um, but they seem to be the most proactive and the largest so if you want to know about all the ways they're, they're going after our Second Amendments, you can go there. And I'll give you a link here in the report. Now, next report, how this pandemic exposes the truth about gun control. Right now, America is in the early stages of a pandemic. Tensions are rising. People are running to the store, stocking up on food and supplies because our government has essentially told us that the only person responsible for your safety is you. Does that sound familiar? It should, because that's what every two-way advocate has been saying for years. The government didn't say, hey, we're going to go door to door and hand out three months worth of food, masks, and hand sanitizers. No, they said, hey, citizen, don't panic, but we're dealing with a pandemic that we're not quite sure we can deal with if it gets to a certain level. So you might want to stock up on some stuff so you don't starve to death. And we also suggest that you stay in your house. This all happened in a matter of a week. Now the Department of Health and Human Services is telling its own employees that they should have at least three months worth of food on hand in the event of an uncontrolled pandemic. Three months? How many families have food stocked up for three months? Better yet, how many families have enough money to pay for three months worth of food in a matter of a week? The vast majority of American families don't have food stocked up for three weeks, much less three months. I turn into a different person when I don't eat every three hours. Now imagine the savagery of people who haven't eaten in days because their food has run out and there's no one to restock the stores because they're under quarantine or because it's too dangerous to do because people are attacking the food trucks. And what happens if the power goes out? What happens if the garbage stops being collected and the police are overwhelmed and understaffed because the cops who are people also are worried about taking care of their families? That's when the wolves come out and start preying on the weak. And the last thing you want to be is someone who doesn't have the means to protect yourself because you've been trained to believe that only the government can protect you. I'm not saying every person who can legally own a gun needs to go out and buy a gun so that they can shoot the virus away. What I'm saying is you are your first line of defense. And because of this, every person who can legally own a gun should have a gun because this pandemic is showing us how fast things can go south in if or when it hits the fan, even your own government will be telling you that the only person responsible for your safety is you. Politicians who say gun control can make us safe have fed you a false sense of security. It's impossible for the government to guarantee the safety and well-being of over 300 million people, especially when there's a temporary breakdown in society. Americans are supposed to be a group of self-reliant citizens who come together to do what's best for our nation. And we can't do what's best for our nation if the individuals in our nation don't have what they need to be self-reliant. 
The Second Amendment is about empowering the people of our nation the way our founding fathers intended. We are a strong nation because we are individually strong. And when we come together, we're even stronger. I know we'll make it through this because that's what we've done and that's what we'll continue and always will do. Just don't be so quick to throw away the very essence that makes this country great, our spirit of self-reliance. But that's been so eroded by so many of the factors that I've mentioned, you know. Um, anyway, going further. Leftist tyrants increasingly shutting down gun shops amid coronavirus outbreak, leaving Americans vulnerable to chaos and riots if things get ugly. As more governors and mayors issue stay-at-home orders in the wake of this coronavirus outbreak that includes mandatory orders to close non-essential businesses, we've begun to see a pattern here. Most of the city and state leaders issuing the orders are from left-wing democratic jurisdictions. But we're also seeing another pattern. Increasingly, gun stores are being placed into the non-essential category and ordered closed. Even as the virus spread threatens to get out of hand while grocery store shelves go bare and stock, the stock market tanks, leaving Americans more vulnerable to the chaos and death by disorder. As a local Fox 11 reported Tuesday, Los, Ange Los Angeles County Sheriff acting on orders from mayors and governors has begun ordering gun shops to close for an indefinite period of time until the stay-at-home orders are lifted. And again, will those even be lifted? Or when they do, will there be provisos where the gun shops can't come back? You know, again, anything there, like I've said for a long time, the linchpin for all this stuff to go down is them getting our firearms. And they're doing everything sneaky wicked satanic thing in the book to try to get them um according to washington free beacon the pennsylvania supreme court approved mandatory gun store closures as part of the coronavirus related shutdowns of business um yeah i'm gonna go ahead and play this video exclusive texas gun shop owner stood his ground when armed police and code enforcement ordered him to close Personally, Thank you. This is a ruling from Ken Paxton. He's the attorney general for the state of Texas. And Ken Paxton uh, releases, released a ruling today. Now, the, the title of this video, this guy's being interviewed on the Alex Jones show. Texas attorney general rules blue cities uh, attempting to close gun stores illegally. In the last 45 minutes to an hour. So this is breaking. This is breaking news that gun stores and gun manufacturers can stay open that your county, your city, municipalities, your state, your, your county judges cannot shut down the gun store or gun manufacturers. Now that's good. It's just a matter of it being, you know, implemented. Well, we've got some good news for you about standing up and saying no. Michael Cargill's got to be a good friend of mine. He helped me get my concealed carry many years ago. And he has a great gun shop and training center here in Austin. CentralTexasGunWorks.com. Many of you are familiar with him. He's been on all the shows here and been part of some documentaries we've done. CentralTexasGunWorks.com. Uh, the mayor came out unconstitutionally and uh, ordered gun shops and, and gun manufacturing facilities shut down. Uh, but the liquor stores could stay open and things like that. And looking at the federal law, that wasn't there. So he said no. Everybody else basically submitted. And now he's got a letter in a moment, I can show people on television after you read it, a letter from the Texas Attorney General. But you've seen the Virginia governor say they're going to restrict guns, you can't sell them. You've seen places like New Orleans say you can't carry your legal gun, even in your car, to protect yourself, or you, and you can't buy them. Uh, and we've seen it all over the country, California, you name it, a real crackdown. So, so break down what's gone uh, on here, play by play. You and others saying no. Lawsuits have been filed in multiple states. 
uh, challenging uh, this. Attorney General reminds Nevada governor that he can't shut down gun shows. You've had some good things there. California, uh, the uh, city attorney said they couldn't shut down gun shows, but the sheriff still fought that. Uh, coronavirus Bay Area City cracks down on gun stores, shuts them down. Again, lawsuits have been filed around the country uh, over that as well, trying to block it. But this is just another power grab during an emergency, Mr. Cargill. I mean, isn't it an essential right to defend yourself? Absolutely. What you have is you have your different state, local governments are saying that, hey, they're going to do what they always wanted to do. And that's actually come after your Second Amendment rights. And so what we're saying here in Texas, in Texas, you cannot do that. We have a preemptive law that's actually been in place for quite a while. We also have the Hurricane Katrina bill that's also been in effect. Uh, so you cannot, you know, restrict firearms, uh, at least a city, county or uh, a elected official cannot. And that's what's good that came out of Katrina. All the guns will be taken, no one allowed to be armed. Them grabbing the guns, that, that trigger people passing that law. And people said back then, oh, Texas doesn't need that. You're paranoid. That's right. And so we have these laws in place in Texas. And, and basically what they tried to do here in Austin was they tried to, well, in Texas, that is, because you have a you have a, an elected official in, in North Texas that tried to do this. Someone tried to do it in West Texas as well, that gun stores were not an essential business and gun stores had to close down. And so I refused to close down because I said, hey, first of all, people are going to need food. They're going to need water. They need medical care. Uh, whatever they believe in, they'll need that. And they're also going to need a firearm to protect themselves because first responders are not going to respond. They're going to have to be their own first responder. And so we say that we're going to stay open because people need to be able to protect themselves and keep their families safe. And by the way, the Supreme Court, as you know, has ruled five, six times we know of that it's not the police job to protect you, it's when a crime's committed, it's their job to come. They try to help you, but they're not there like a genie that comes out of a bottle to protect you. Right. That's right. The Supreme Court ruled that law enforcement have no duty to enforce, uh, to protect you, only general duty to enforce the law. You're absolutely correct. Yes. Absolutely we correct. just heard that. <laughs> this gentleman is black. The gentleman I played before that was talking about gun rights was also black. And I, I like that dynamic because so much of the time it's like, oh, it's just like the... The white guys that want to cling to their their god and their guns and their guts or whatever, you know. And it's I love it when I see people of other demographics. I mean, this guy owns a gun shop. He was the one that bowed up to these guys. I, I think it's wonderful. We're seeing this. Can I see that letter to show TV viewers? Thank you. This is a ruling from Ken Paxton. He's the attorney general for the state of Texas. And Ken Paxton uh, releases, released a ruling today within the last 45 minutes to an hour. So this is breaking. This is breaking news that gun stores and gun manufacturers can stay open, that your county, your city, municipalities, your state, your, your county judges cannot shut down the gun store or gun manufacturers. Amazing. Please continue. And so and, and basically what they did was they, now that's in Texas. So they actually someone filed a complaint against us and the local police department, as well as the code enforcement, as well as the fire marshal came to my business yesterday to try to, you know, shut us down. And so we stood firm and said, hey, you know, we have a right to be here. We have a right to open and do True business. color of law intimidation. Absolutely. Uh, and I've refused to shut down. And, uh, and, and so we, we stood firm. You know, I had my attorney. Oh, that's why I admire you is that you don't play. You're always fighting for our rights. Either you believe this or you don't believe this. You know, it, it, people talk that game, but, uh, you know, you got to walk the walk. When it all boils down to it. Because they could have done fake charges on you. Absolutely. They could have hauled me off, put me in jail and say, you know what? I'm going to charge you with a, uh, a criminal misdemeanor. By the way, a felony. please, when you have that footage out, please bring it to us. I'd love to have back on Sunday or Monday or Owen's coming up. 
I mean, I know you probably got footage at your office of this happening. Oh, absolutely. And so we refuse to do that. So, hey, we, we have a right to be opened. We are we are an essential business. And I know you're pro-law enforcement, pro-law and order. It's not even they're being ordered to do this by our evil mayor we're trying to recall. But, I mean, what was it like? Describe what happened. And it's, it's, not a, it's, it's not on them. You're absolutely correct because they're doing their job. But it's up to us to know what the laws are and know that, you know, what you can and you cannot do. And, you know, don't try to get yourself in trouble. Yeah, don't let an out-of-control mayor, though, have the police engage in illegal operations. Let them know you're not doing it. That's right. And we, we are not going to comply. Because that is illegal, and the attorney general just said it was. And you got to stand up. If you don't stand up and say something, then, you know, your rights are just going to be taken away from you. And I refuse to let someone take my rights away. Uh, either, you know, I, I'd rather be judged by, by, by 12 than, than carried by, by, by 6. Exactly. So, so describe what it was like, though, because I, this is, I mean, I wanted you on anyways yesterday just about how you were saying I'm not going to shut down. I didn't know they showed up. I didn't know that the attorney general just did this. I Yeah, so they actually walked up, walked to the door. I immediately locked the door and refused to let him inside. And then um, I eventually unlocked the door, walked outside, closed the door behind me and said, how can I help you? They told me what they were there for. They, they received a complaint and that they needed to check and make sure that we were, you know, we were in compliance with the law and that, you know, we were an essential business. So I informed them that we are an essential business uh, because the Second Amendment is very essential. You know, it's very important to a lot of Americans. Well, it's in the Bill of Rights. <laughs> it's, it's the Second Amendment <laughs> for a reason. And so they said, okay. And notice they're after our speech and our guns. <laughs> they just banned me off Google. Uh, insane. Insane. I mean, now they banned our app that was super popular, all because I said Trump's right. All these doctors say this hydroxychloroquine is really helping. They shouldn't block this. And it says in the article in Wired, Jones complained and said that there were treatments being blocked. That's all over the damn news. Uh, and, and it's uh, I, I don't I don't know how you deal with it. I don't know how you put up with it because you're, you're standing strong. And I, and I actually like that about you. Well, I mean, uh, we haven't done anything wrong. So I don't know what I'm going to. Anyways, the good news is you stood up. And, and obviously, I think because of your case and others, do we know why the attorney general had to take action just because there were so many complaints or what happened? Yeah. So a state representative out of Lubbock, Texas, a, a Dustin Boros, uh, he's actually the chair of the House Ways and Means Committee here in the state of Texas. He sent a request over to the attorney general's office asking him to give an opinion on whether or not your county, your city can actually shut down gun manufacturers and gun stores. The question is, will now the city of Austin which is might as well be run by Mao Zedong, will they comply? Yeah, and that's the question, because we've seen this before where where an opinion has come down and they refuse to comply, and we've had to beat them in court. I did this just last year where I had to sue the city of Austin to allow gun owners to be able to carry inside the building. That's right, and, and we're like an inch away from going blue. Can you imagine living under these people? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's important. A lot of Texans need to wake up and stop thinking the, the, the Texas is safe. It's not, people. I know the listeners get it, but you better talk to your family in Texas and other areas, and they better get up off their ass. Because as goes Texas, we'll go the rest of this country, and we got to get out there and go vote. It scares the hell out of me. Yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right, Alex. i got to get out there and vote because here we are. This is what it boils down to right now, where we are right now today. If you allow you know, these people that you know, are in office to take away your rights, your God-given rights right now, then, then all is lost. And this is, it's, this is happening right now behind the scenes. It's happening all around the country. In California, they're running a month. They're shutting them down in California altogether. Shutting them down. Can we go in there with one of the TV crews and uh, set you down in the studio and just get you to shoot a report for the war room? Because I'm sure they're going to want that and actually read the letter. Oh, absolutely. 
Again, uh, can you maybe come back in Sunday or Monday with an update? But this is a big national victory to have the attorney general tell a blue city, knock it off, you know, guns are essential. This is a big national news. Yeah, this is it's a really big deal because uh, you have your and they're doing it all around the state, you know, and so it's good that we stop this right here in Texas and nip it in the bud. How did it end yesterday? Because they're there, the, the quote enforcers, the police, who else? Well, they figured out that, you know, one, you know, my gun is bigger than theirs. And so they eventually figured out that we're doing the right thing and they went ahead and left. It was code enforcers, police, and who else? It was actually the fire marshal, the police department, and code enforcement. I think what he meant by my gun is bigger than theirs, though, just so you don't get the wrong impression, is that what he was standing on from a legislative standpoint was was way, way more on the right than whatever bogus garbage they were going to come there and shut him down for. I think that's what he meant by that. All of them at one time. Just their color of law. Just... That's right. And that's that's how the game is played. Well, that's the problem. The federal law on on infrastructure doesn't mention guns. It needs to be changed. Right. Well, you, you have what the president actually enacted, the Stafford Act. Within the Stafford Act, if you go to page 99 on the Stafford Act, it talks about the fact that you cannot confiscate firearms. Good. Then the, the Democrats are violating the law. Thank you, Mr. Cargill. Absolutely. Thank you, sir. Okay, so we have that. Uh, I'm way over on time for part one, so we will cut here and go to part two next. God bless you.